Welcome back. This <laughs> is part two of uh, Hello Calgary's episode. Is poetry dead? Nah. I think we answered that question because we just took a little break uh, to go check out a poetry launch uh, by a poet. Michelin Mailer. Thank you. The Bad uh, Wife. The Bad Wife, yeah, crushed yeah. it. It was really good. That was, it was uh, very good. A lot of repo- really good. like, again, I like, I don't want to say confessional poetry. I like specific poetry, and her poems were very akin to William Carlos Williams. Like, she yeah. says she was on all fours, you know, she saw the Mykonos beach, like it was all very specific, and that, uh, that helps me. I like it. Yeah. Now, how are we going to start this? Because it wasn't supposed to start with that intro music. I'm no, sorry. you, I you, you missed it out. I yeah. love that intro I kinda, music. Yeah, no, that was the well, best that's, part. That's the, uh, it was supposed <laughs> to start with... Pseudo intro music to this actual show. It was supposed to start with... Hello, humans, and welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast. Freedom of voice. It was supposed to start with... Uh, that reading... Uh, that we were just about to get into before I uh, oh, yeah. I stopped you. What were we about oh, to right. read? Yeah, it's supposed to start with Sylvia Plath put her head in an oven. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was, seriously, she fucking <laughs> went inside and stuck her head into an oven and killed herself. That was, that was suicide back then, right? Oh my god. Virginia yeah. Woolf fucking walked into a river, sunk under... <laughs> Yeah. Um, Sylvia Plath just was like, boom, I'm done. 400 degrees oven. Poof. Oh, that's, that's, that's a bad way to go, too, because, like, the oven... Well, the oven, that would have been the gas, right? I don't think... It'd be pretty sudden, I think you're thinking. Like, it's kind of like like turning on the car in the garage. Yeah. I, that's how I envision no, it. No, I think no, it's no. The you gas, think so? Right? I think so. Because, like, I, like... Have you ever put your hand in a hot oven? Oh, yeah. I don't think that's what she did. And you're like, oh, this is not good. No, it's not like a but Hansel and Gretel. But that's 400 degrees, like, do you just wait till, like... <laughs> no. Like, do you put your head in and you're like, oh, this no. is you turn on and kind of hot. And it's like, you turn on the gas and you don't light it. And yeah. you inhale that's the gas. That's how you get it done. And, and I, I know... Well, I read hmm. Plath's novel, The Bell Jar, which I believe yes. is very autobiographical and the protagonist in that book does that but survives it and also a charlie chaplin film um limelight yeah can i can i talk about charlie chaplin for a minute please i love charlie chaplin um charlie chaplin is probably the greatest actor director Mm -hmm. who's ever existed come on the no in the entirety of film and film history a hundred percent I recently we all build on the shoulders of giants, but the people who build on top of those shoulders do revolutionary things that weren't even available no, to Charlie Chaplin. No, no, at the no, time. no, 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 fuck off. Sorry. Charlie Chaplin <laughs> was the giant. He was the giant who did everything. Are yeah, you but giants fucking can only me? do so much things. Which one is Limelight? Right? Is that the one where like he is the, the aging star? Yes. And then the ballet dancer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. That that yeah. film obviously was nominated for a few Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, 
But if you look at everything, no, he 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 is literally the greatest person who has ever existed within the realm of film. And you look at him from no no without a he, from yeah. the boy, right? Did you ever the watch kid? the boy? The, the kid, kid, the yeah. kid. Pardon me, the kid. Yeah. Right, which was a very simple tale. Heartbreaking. But yes. Yes. And then, of course, there's the allegory, like his dream. Yeah, the dream. The allegory. And then it's a happy ending. But, like... Is it happy? Yeah. He, oh, yeah, he, they he get reunited? Yeah. Right. They let him move into the rich house. But, um... More important than Spielberg? Yeah. Is oh, yeah. More oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Than Lucas. Without a hundred... Without, like, without a doubt, a hundred percent more important than... Is that how that movie ends? The kid? Yeah, yeah. No, they invite the, the hobo into the house to live. Really? Yeah. I just I remember it. it. What did you, you remember? I thought they took the the kid away and they do. It ended with like Charlie Chaplin crying in the no, street. No, no, no. no. Like huh. modern times ends with him walking away yeah. down a dirty road with yeah. the woman though. So he is like happy that way. Right. But no, no, no. The kid is actually it's actually a quite happy ending. Oh, that's good to know. So um, the, why are you claiming this is like the greatest director of all, greatest producer, director? No, no, the, the greatest person involved in filmmaking of all time, hundred percent, all time. Yes. The greatest person involved. Yes. Yeah. No. No. There's no doubt because he started with silent films yeah. as a writer, <laughs> director, mm -hmm. composer. You know the song um, "Smile." Smile, no. <laughs> even though you're crying, smile. You know the song, right? Smile. No. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I don't. No, you do know the song, Smile. Like, how am I missing a verse, a lyric? Like, um, sounds like the Beatles. Help. Gonna need some. Well, what do you think? Help. What do you think inspired the Beatles, honestly? Come on. Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Um, Clearly. So, anyway, he wrote <laughs> Smile. And Charlie Chaplin, no, 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 straight up, honestly, was probably the biggest contributor to film of all time. He started as his his tramp, right in in films like The Kid, yeah, and in films like Modern Times, yeah, and then The Gold Rush, The Gold Rush, absolutely. And think about what he did in The Gold Rush, where that cabin is teetering. <laughs> On the precipice. Yeah. That's Alfred all. Hitchcock. Well, nope, Francis stop. Ford Coppola. Nope, you don't know what you're doing. That's all like, <laughs> that's all special effects, right? Like, did, did you not, know the... Not, the uh, Alfred Hitchcock. You know the skating <laughs> scene? You know the skating scene yeah. in... Um, Roller skating on the edge? That's all, that's literally just one visual effect. Like, they just moved, like... Uh, uh, Which movie are we talking about? Modern Times? Modern times is the, is the, the roller skating. Store? Yeah, and you know when you, it looks like he's falling off the edge. Yeah, it's just a visual effect. They just used a specific. Um, yes, they just I use do. a visual like whatever a placement of something. Like he wasn't right. even close to teetering over the edge of anything. Right, they just abducted. use the visual effects. But that is such <laughs> an archetypal. <laughs> image figure right the fool of him yeah coming. well that i mean what is that who is that that's that's fucking um who's that boy from uh hamlet the boy no who's the the fool in hamlet oh the grave digger or macbeth whoever the jester is in all those stories right yeah 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 it's the same archetype right like it's just 
it's that same complete character, right? Yeah. So you're saying Three. that Charlie Chaplin is great because he followed some archetype that's existed forever. So no, no, so no, Shakespeare, no, 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 no. Or what? No, so then, no, no, in film, man, Charlie Chaplin went from Silent Tramp, which we just talked about, and then he, he started, like, he wasn't afraid of innovation. He went to talking films. And? And he made things like The Great Dictator. Well, he was there yeah. when Which like, is, all this technological advancements occurred. And actually, make him the greatest. No, no, no. It he, just means that he no, harnessed no, no, what he no, had No, 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 shut up. But there's he, people no, who went on to do no, greater stop, things. stop. He wasn't just there when it happened. He fucking owned what happened. I'm not like, saying that no, he's any no, slouch. No, no, no. No disrespect took, to Charlie Chaplin. No, how can you? He literally took this idea of talking pictures and made something like the Great Dictator, which is probably the greatest film ever made. No, no, no. Yeah. Shut up. No, <laughs> I, I agree. Well, say that no, I mean, I'm going to say that, but it, it, it makes sense. It it's, has, well, it has so much to it, because in hindsight, it's easy for us to look at the Second World War and look at Hitler and, like, mock Hitler, but right? he was doing it while it was happening. Yes. Yeah, before no, the U.S. had even entered yeah, this the is war. Like, this is before USA was even going to interject in World War II. Yeah. He made this film, being like, "Hey, by the way," openly mocking. Here's Hitler. what happens when. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yay! Like Sasha Baron Cohen, oh, man. only. He's brilliant. Have you seen yeah, the second one? Did you yes, watch I the have. second one? No, not yet. Oh, no, he man. is. Sasha Bancourt so is completely brilliant, but it's it's, a, it's kind of a different thing. There's more safety to what Sasha Baron Cohen does because yep. his rights are like he's yep. he's protected because that's the world we live in, right? And he's but not Chapman, exactly. Like, it was uncertain. It's funny. Yeah, everyone right? who everyone yep. is watching it knows it's a fake he, thing, and like when he makes it, it's all a character anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I think if he got caught in a few situations. Oh, no, no, no. Like, especially at the Republican conventions. He's been in trouble a lot. Oh, I'm sure. And he has been. And there have been, like, like, he probably could have died, honestly. And I think he is brilliant for who he is. I'm glad he got recognized on the most recent movie. Because as a sequel, you're like, (laughs) you know, how could you actually gain any credible, like, respect for that? But, yeah, watch it. (laughs) He goes there. Knowing everything we know about Borat, he goes there and <laughs> makes it fresh. It's actually so funny because yeah. the way he, like, so he gets there and, like, everyone recognizes Borat as Borat, right? Mm-hmm. So he's, like, dressed as Borat. And he's, like, well, fuck, I have to change costumes. <laughs> so the whole movie, he's basically Borat in, in disguise. a different yeah. costume. Yeah. He's, like, I'm Borat as a fat American or Borat as a nun or something. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that actually kind of brings us back to where we were ending the last segment with irony. Glad you were paying attention. Go Thank on, you. tell us. Because <laughs> I just started with Charlie Chaplin and just went off. Because Fuck. I think we were talking about irony. Were you talking about irony? Who brought up irony? I was. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, is the, the question here, is irony dead? Is satire dead? Mm-hmm. Can, can we... St- still make satire I think comedy is struggling it's having a hard time right now in a cancel culture hypercritical like world Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I 
I hear your pain. <laughs> <laughs> Irony, I think, is dying. Everything is dying. Yeah. Everything that's fun that we kind of grew up with, mm-hmm. all the faults have been pointed out. <laughs> and yeah. there is a lot of fault, but there's also a lot of humor and levity that has gone by the wayside and now we can't actually enjoy no, anything without tough. feeling it, uh, nervous oh, about it, the oh, oh, Come on. Yeah. It's tough because we, yeah. we know where the humor is. We because know where it's wrong. We do. We wouldn't laugh at things that are like wrong now. Until you're old and no, then everyone's no, no, like, no. you just don't understand no, why that's so wrong. Uh, no, no, and but I'm you're... worried that mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point. I'm getting to the point of like, well, maybe I'm on the cusp of maybe everything that comes out of my mouth. shave your beard and mustache, <laughs> it wouldn't be so evident. Honestly, just do it, please. I, you know, so I groomed it. it a bit. I groomed you just it? fucking do it? Honestly. You know, I did a whole episode and I asked care. these puppets to come cut my hair and they made a disaster <laughs> of it. And I instead got my face punched and I had to cut it myself. What? Don't worry, it's... It's a long story. It'll be, it'll be dropping on YouTube soon. What it's happened? like this crossover with um, the Monty Bobby show. Myself uh, went into the void. I don't know who and, Monty uh, Bobby is. Oh, you don't know who Monty Bobby is? The Monty sure, Bobby I show? Sure, I know who you Monty Bobby is. The Monty Bobby show on YouTube? You haven't who, heard that? Who punched you? A puppet. I got, I got punched he by a puppet. Um, I also had this lady who wanted to like shave my beard off. And all sorts of things happened in the void. Check it out. It'll be dropping soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Do you yeah. have a YouTube channel? Uh, no, I, I just thought I'd try this crossover thing. Never again. Never Wait, are we never going to be shown on any kind of platform, our brilliant podcast about poetry? Oh, didn't I tell you? R.E. This is the Hello Calgary Podcast. This is your host, Prophet Saw. Woo. And with me, joining oh, me right good. now, I got... Easy heaven, and uh, <laughs> you know what? Infectious. I, I love like the Wayne's World quality to this. Like, I'm thinking about Wayne's World when like Wayne's mom comes down. And she's like doing laundry, or she's doing right. Well, here your kids are coming to ask if you have the the wireless headphones. Well, like, after I, I sent an Uber to pick them up from hockey. <laughs> There were a lot of things that should not have been done tonight that were done tonight. Better than me driving drunk. But everyone's safe. Correct. I made the right ting, choice. Ting, ting. Right choice. Get in that's here, little right, That's how you do it. Oh, ting, ting, yeah, ting. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. But irony doesn't always have to be funny, right? Like, nope. I was just thinking about Micheline's reading. Hold on, hold on. No, sorry. Go ahead. I teach my kids that irony always to be funny. It has to be funny. Why well, tell them that? No, yeah. It can be tragic. Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Dramatic irony. Oh, did Romance you know? Juliet. Did you all know that everything in that song ironic is not ironic? It's just a <laughs> bunch of like like major bummers. Like it's things that like shit went bad, but like, oh shit, they like that's not irony. That's yeah, just but like bad things isn't happening. Isn't it ironic that that would happen? No, no, no. If you if you're actually if you're asking that, no, it's not. So I haven't studied the lyrics of Alanis Morissette as closely as ironic, you have. Don't you think? No, everything in there is not ironic at all. Well, I think great poetry is irony. I think all great poetry is filled with irony. But I just want to say, how can you? Uh, s- sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, say it, say it, say it. I was just go something on. popped into my head. But how go ahead. can irony? Irony is always funny. Well, what about paradox? Like, do you? So. The poem I read earlier, Not Waving But Drowning. Mm-hmm. 
has irony in it. Because right? it's steeped in irony, I because think. Because yeah. they all think he's waving, waving, but, but he's not drowning. drowning. Yeah. yeah, I get that. That 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 that's a funny irony. That that's a funny irony. That he drowned. No, that everyone thought he Is was it just funny, waving. Though? Yes. Like it's actually kind of tragic. Well, like it's tragic uh, that he. But it, but 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 he I get the irony. Later, I get he's the irony. Always been no, I get drowning. the irony. Irony is like the duality Don't of Don't tell me what irony is. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just... That's psychotic, man. You're sick. <laughs> Don't tell like, me what an irony is. No, it's like <laughs> the, these layers, right? So, uh, Yeats, the second coming. Oh, like, I know the second coming. Yeah. Recite it for us. I, okay, I, I, not the whole thing. No, nope, the whole thing. No, I can't. Then you can't do that. There's, I only want to speak to a specific part of it. The part that you remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> go on. No, seriously. Turning and turning <laughs> in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned. We'll stop there. Well, yeah, if you only read a no. section of it, it makes it sound really apocalyptic, yeah. Oh, you don't think the last part sounds apocalyptic? I kind of got stuck on the things fall apart, and then I got <laughs> hyper-focused everywhere. apocalyptic and just... What's the ceremony of innocence? A birth. Okay, a birth is a natural occurrence. What's a ceremony of innocence? A first birthday. Okay. Uh, Involving water. Baptism. Thank you. Oh, you're leading me you're to the well. answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is this what a student feels like? Like, I, am I like a student here? Honestly, just being like, Here's oh, this, 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 yeah. Here's All the right. magic happening. The ceremony of innocence is drowned. Well, can you quit, like, teaching me in a neo-Christian <laughs> way where I have no. to understand baptizing is a... Uh, no, it's an, archi- it's, it's an archetype. It is? Just water imagery. Water. Rebirth. Rebirth. Right, Done. but reversed to depict drowning. Right, okay. so that's why I think water, the oceans that we've been speaking of, right. Each one of us has brought up water in a different way, and even Micheline's poem, the section that I didn't read, I believe, of the poem, involves drowning in water. Right, yeah. and yeah, if the ceremony of innocence, if baptism, can be drowned. That is like the richest form of irony, and I don't see the humor in it, unless I guess. I, I suppose agree. dark. I don't think all irony has to be humorous. That's dark. No. That's messed up, and it's ironic and sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Irony should not. I think not. it evokes one of the two, though. So what does the definition? Internet say. What does the internet say? <laughs> Go on there, Evan. Pardon me. What's the interweave tell you? What what's <laughs> what, what's the magic box tell you? I was I was just what checking. What is irony? Go on. I know what irony is. You looked it up, but no, now no, you don't no, want no. to tell was, us. Why did you hide the I, answer from us? Don't hide information. Would you like to read the text? Like, will this make a good spot in our podcast if I totally. read like the text messages from what people say? No, if you're not up oh. for it, I get it. I get it. What Here were you saying there, Tyler? I have what? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have a definition. It's not I have to edit googled. Again. Okay. Of what? <clears throat> it's from an anth- of irony, that I, lo- I love this definition. Was of I irony. supposed to look that up? No, 
thought, thought that's what you were looking. You had your phone out. Yeah, no, like no, you're my like, phone hey, was. It has I, to be funny. I'm, you're looking that up. I'm looking up like Dave and Paul. <laughs> now <laughs> I gotta edit that out. <laughs> are just talking fucking shit about. Okay. Okay. Read that, up that, out. <laughs> that just got all chopped right there. That whole segment. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I. Mm-mm. I'm saving everybody's jobs. Here I we love go. this definition of irony. It's from I can't remember the name of the the anthology, but we use it for our AP classes. It says irony is a major aspect of literary tone. It's probably Abrams. No, it's not. Everyone uses Abrams. A means of indirection based on the proposition that even the simplest events in human life may be seen in multiple ways. Irony, therefore, deals with contradictions and ambiguities, the shadows underlying human existence. It is conveyed through indirection, both in situations and in language. My favorite part of that definition is the shadows underlying human existence. Right, but that's then anything, everything is ironic. Yeah, life is ironic. Because we live to die. Don't you think? I think it's too vast a definition. I kind of agree with you on that. It's way too big. Like, if we're being honest... Mm-hmm. It's poetic. Yeah, it's poetic. It's very poetic. <laughs> That's why we all like it. But, but also, <laughs> you know what also is ironic? Mm-hmm. Like, rain on your wedding day. Yeah. Oh, except it isn't. Right. It's like 10,000 <laughs> spoons when all you need is a knife. True. All I'm doing is, is singing that. Alanis Morissette's Ironic, none of which are ironic. Like right. what? Yeah, I totally. Go okay. on, sing it. But it's there's like irony 10, there. 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. Isn't it ironic? It's like meeting the man of your dreams. And, and the, the meeting, meeting is beautiful. beautiful wife. And you're like, yeah, bitch. It's actually not. It's kind of just a bummer. <laughs> Everything that's just been described right. in that song is a bummer like that's I just don't know man if I had 10,000 spoons it is kind of ironic that I don't have a single fork to no, butter no, my bread no that, no that, that's literally <laughs> that's literally actually just bad luck it is bad luck you don't have enough. okay so what would make that ironic maybe that I was gifted these spoons with the idea that they were to spread butter or if like a golden spoon <laughs> would Sorry, if open I made the spoons would golden. open the fucking kiwi or whatever you need to open but you don't have it because you were 10,000 them, but it's just... Okay. That's what she should yeah. have added to the lyrics, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, actually, I think a, a pair of sisters did a, sat, uh, a parody. Oh, did they? Yeah. Called... I forget what it's called, but if you I Google it... I would love it, to hear it. If you Google it... <laughs> right here, right now. They make the song ironic. Don't you think? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's fun. It's fun. No, but fuck it. I have heard that there, uh, that yeah, the song yeah. actually isn't full of actual life. Which actually, I mean, and there's an element of irony to that. Really, I think there's there an go. irony. That actually, like, the whole fact of the song ironic. But is mm-hmm. that what she meant? Is no, that sh- what her purpose was? No, she's dumb. Like she doesn't even know what she means. No, the whole point that the whole song was not ironic. <laughs> that is ironic. I don't know who that person who. Right, and Charlie Chaplin. As the fool, roller skating on the top floor of a department store. But you know he's not. Well, like We know it's special effects, The visual right? effects were amazing for yes. that time. They put a backdrop against the the end of the screen. So, like, it looks like it's dark, yeah. but it's not. So, like, he's he's skating into the dark, but it's not actually dark. Like, it, it's pretty amazing. Hmm. I'm going to have to watch that. That sounds cool. Yeah, that's good. Why the, do you uh, doubt me? Why do I doubt you? I don't know. You're a traditionalist. You like all that 
old school Charlie Chaplin, the old. And what he did was good old days. It was a mozzing. You're so old. You just like <laughs> reminisce about the good. You know, Charlie Chaplin got a 15 minute standing ovation at the Academy Awards. 15? Hmm. Yeah. That's impressive. Shut up. 50 minutes, people clapping. And this was in 1970. Was it an honorary award? Who's getting? Yeah, Yeah, because they couldn't give him a real one because Hollywood is fucking ignorant. Yeah. They're always like prejudiced against those guys. So they gave him a posthumous award. No, uh, he wasn't dead, but they gave him like an honorary award. Oh, he wasn't. He. Was he like wheel in a wheelchair? Like he was. No, really no, no, no. Still standing. Still standing. Okay. But they they all applauded for fifteen minutes. Wow. Fifteen minutes. But also, you're just like. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it should be. he. No, I'll say this: he was the the greatest filmmaking genius in history. Like there is no one else. I think in that last five minutes of applause, there's a lot of people dialing it in. You that know, compares, else is, no. Everyone else is, I guess, I can't sit down now. To I'm what keep, Chaplin does, <laughs> no. No, I'm awkward. not saying that Chaplin's not great. I'm just saying that last five minutes, My after man. ten minutes of applause, that's more than anything. No, but. That's more than anyone needs. A lot and of then the last five, just You like, know, because oh. he was like, you <laughs> know, he was blacklisted okay. for like 30 years, right? So they blacklisted him from Hollywood and from USA for like 30 years. So he went back to England. Why did they do that? Did they think he was, he was a communist? communist? Yeah. Yep. Like yep. straight up. They yeah. were like, you're a communist. And he had to go back to the UK. And he came back in like 1970 something. And like, he was finally welcomed back. And they're like, and now Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and yeah, that was the 50 minute, like longest applause in history. Hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. Just yeah. a straight up. Yeah, he didn't do anything. That's the fuck. Fuck everyone. Incredible, despite how many people were dialing it in in those last five minutes. Totally. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, but also, also fuck everyone too, though. Like, yeah, the reason he couldn't get an applause like thirty years earlier was because he was communist. Yeah. Quote unquote, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck everything. Are we still on? Keep that going. Are we still? Let's get fifteen minutes of that. <laughs> shit. We've been out for 15 minutes of that just shit. Just loop it. Uh, yeah, I could loop that for 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm more willing to do that <laughs> no, than hold the button. No, just push it every... For 15 minutes. <laughs> <Every three seconds. laughs> so, okay. Are we circling back here? Yeah, we are. We All are. right. We are. Let's do it. So, so we just got off on a sidetrack there. <laughs> I love those avenues, but let's bring it back you there. You started with something, it. and yeah, it was good, and I, I, I fucked it off in a big way. What, which one was that? Like the which first part? one, the you first one, back. like yeah. three hours ago. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So Remember? my bad. It's all been one big long tangent. My since bad, then. impetuous. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. And impetuous. that and that segment. Here's the new segment. All right. So nice. here we are. Right back. Right back. You know. <laughs> here we are. With impetuous. Yeah. yeah. I think the greatest poetry. Pulls at us, like it has that tension of meanings, of ambiguity, and irony. Like I think we entertain multiple and conflicting interpretations of poetry, and that's why it will never die because it always leaves us questioning, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. But by itself, I don't think it stands on its own. I think nope. you throw it as, as lyrics to a song. It's mm-hmm. got all the music and the ambiguity of the lyrics. Yeah. That's but modern day poetry that 
is who, who puts it into the, the song? That's no. Tyler's absolutely right. I'm saying if you just read poetry, to me, it's really fringe. The modern poetry mm-hmm. is in lyrics and I don't know. It's not even commercial anymore. It used to be commercials, yeah. <laughs> but it's not even commercials anymore. Well, that's that's what you need. That's what we need to like immediately. You're, like you're talking about accessibility. I think was it accessibility? That's part of it. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it all absolutely. is. Maybe yeah. poetry and is the most accessible type of literature that exists. You go pull anyone. You can get it on a fucking barcode on your hat. You can get it. You can, but you go ask some guy from in a, a bar. A street hey, mart. You tell can get me a it from poem. Who's your favorite poet? I can tell you who my favorite hockey player is, basketball players, who my favorite writer is, but you All ask right. me who my favorite oh, poet is. Oh, hold on. Ask me this. Who's your favorite, who's your favorite poet? The, okay, well, it's infectious, but... <laughs> no, who is your favorite poet? Ask it me. is. I'm not even joking. No, who is your favorite poet? Because I actually personally know this individual, and is he, this, he is, writes some killer poetry is that I can appreciate. Is your favorite poet Tyler Berry? Yeah. Actually, because he's you alive, have, too. That's the other side of it. That's good. You have a favorite poet. Well done, you. But I'm one of the few. Dude, Go should ask I, anyone should I crack anywhere this? else. Should I crack this? Yeah, oh, 100%. Yes. I got half an hour. Yeah, and there's only like a half glass here. And you know what? I love the interconnectivity of it all. Like, one of the poems is he actually your in favorite, that book. Honestly? <laughs> What's that? Like, is he honestly your favorite? I can't think of anyone else. Frank O'Hara? Who? Really? Frank O'Hara? Okay, you know Frank O'Hara. You, you okay. Joking. How I only much do you know Frank O'Hara? O'Hara? Not like, as much just, as you. Just honestly, like, do you, do you like Frank O'Hara? Do you know Frank O'Hara? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like Bukowski? <laughs> that's, that's the most modern of poets I can think when of. When I was in Boston, I went to Bukowski's, it's just called Bukowski's. Hmm. It was literally the greatest bar <laughs> In Boston. Been. In Boston? It was like <laughs> cash only. So hipster. Yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. most hipster bar you've ever been to. Where's Boston? That's on the east. East Coast, right by okay. New York Lake. Massachusetts, Boston. Yeah. Well, Bukowski was a West Coaster, wasn't he? A California guy. Hollywood, yeah, he was. Like, so this is it's odd. Yeah. That there's like a Bukowski bar in Boston. That it's same ironic. trip. Remember that trip I was talking about when, <laughs> when I went to Powell's Bookstore. We were driving to but Disneyland. That's the right? opposite coast. Yeah, I know. But when we were coming back from Disneyland, we went to Los Angeles, which is which where is still the opposite coast of fucking yeah. Boston. Except it's where Bukowski lived. Oh, right. gotcha. <laughs> did and you I, drive by his house? You I did ran, drive by his house. I ran you? to his house. Yeah, okay. I ran. It, it was awesome. I we stayed at a place like one block away from Hollywood High School, and they have a mural of paintings of all the famous. Hollywood people who went to that high school, which is I thought was really cool. Is it actually called Hollywood High School? Yeah, Hollywood okay. High. Yeah, it's it's cool. And, and it's actually a bunch of real actors who all kind of poured out of well, there. The one name that comes to mind is the lady who played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Judy Garland. Yes, she went there. I think hmm. you can fact check that later. But <laughs> I ran. So I, I went for a run in the morning. I knew where, I looked it up. I looked up where Bukowski Court was. Because he lived in this seedy, uh, like, I guess they were townhomes? In this part of Hollywood uh, that was like walking distance or running distance from the strip, the Hollywood Boulevard. 
So I went, I went for a run up into the hills and then I came back down and ran down Hollywood Boulevard. And then suddenly, like I was looking at the stars as I ran by. What do you mean the stars? Like, the stars on the, the stars sidewalk? on the boulevard. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember noticing certain names like Jeff Bridges, you know, cool. actors. Yeah. And the I dude. kept running. Cool. Yeah, the dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I left that section of Hollywood. And I remember feeling quite vulnerable. Because there were groups of people like... Well, <laughs> can edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> a guy actually, a guy pulled a chain on me when I was running. Chain. Oh my god! Yeah. No, what's this? You're running. He pulled a chain. Like, or like, a chain. Go? Come on. A chain. He didn't swing it at me, but he was like, he, was like, he pulled it out of his. It's like you see that? You see that? And so I jumped and off. And you're jogging by. Yeah, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I, I had a very similar reaction as I did one time when I almost stepped on a rattlesnake. Like I just kind of hopped to the yeah. side. Yeah. But anyway, I ran to Bukowski Court. Oh. It's called. It's now called Bukowski Court. It was. It was supposed to be like torn down, but they saved it because it's where Bukowski lived. Oh. And uh, I thought, you know, I took cool. a selfie, and I saw the place where he lived, and I, I thought, when did it was, he die? When did he die? Yeah. Ninety. I think it was ninety-four. In the nineties. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. lived to a ripe old age, I think. He was pretty old. Yeah, but he lived. For sure. A, yeah, he lived. Now, did he ever go to Boston? See, that's why I wonder because. Like, it literally was called Bukowski's, and yeah. I was like. I'm sure it is. I'm yeah. all, it has to be. Why would anyone call some lace? Because there are a bunch of hipsters in Boston, and they think it's the most hipster name you could possibly name your body. Maybe. It, <laughs> it, it actually, like. He probably traveled. He probably did readings there because he was a famous name yeah. in his later years. Right. Like, it took a while. Yeah, he was way older than us. We could all be that. Whoa, be well, we're all like kind of we're all kind of young, if we're being honest, right? <laughs> so maybe we could all just do a a reading somewhere in Boston. Did you want to Boston? Anyone fucking? I'm so game for going to Boston. Boston? Yeah. You must know this. As long as we catch Celtics game. Tyler Perry, you must know uh, Glenn Hansard. Yeah. Yes, we just watched the commitments. He's oh. young and. Ponytailed in that. He's in that. Is he really? Yeah. Sorry, ponytailed which guy? The jazz Glenn guy? Hansard, the white, yeah, he's ginger, he's got curly, long hair, he's a... The singer. No, the guitarist. Oh, yeah. He's young and thin and no no beard. Hmm. I don't know if I would have even recognized him if I didn't know. Oh, fuck. But yeah, I love Glenn Hansard. Do you know, so four years ago, three years ago, I went to Boston on a conference Glenn Hansard was playing at the House of Blues. No way. Cool. And so Andy <laughs> and myself bought tickets to Glenn Hansard wow. in Boston, House of Blues. It was amazing. That's awesome. He played, you know what yeah. he played? Falling slowly. slowly. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> and I was like, that? oh my God. Have you not seen once? Oh, you gotta see once. Kill yourself. Uh, once? Yeah. Kill yourself. That sounds like something Deb would watch. Kill yourself. Yeah, yeah it's actually, Irish. Deb would love it, yeah. Full on Irish. Oh, okay. No, he's mm -hmm. a vacuum repairman, right? Who just. Well, his, yeah, his dad is, and he busks on the on the street. Okay, fuck off. Watch once, and it's amazing. Do you wanna do you wanna hear any of it? Or is there <laughs> Falling copyright? slow. No, I think your rendition really crushed it for me. Thank that's you. that's yeah. good. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I got the gist. So <laughs> he fucking played once uh -huh. in Boston when I was there. I was like, 
oh my god, this is the greatest moment of my life. And I saw Glenn Hansard play an entire show in Boston. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. You would love that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we've got to close out the segment. Say 37. Have so, we done something? Have we answered the question? answered the question? Actually, I'll be quite honest. The segment we've been recording, minus all the racism, minus all the um, <laughs> personal like shout-outs to people we know and last names, etc., which are going to get cut. Have uh-huh. we done that? Minus all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Minus all that. It's actually been pretty incredible. I, I got a sense yeah. for these things. And there's been... Uh, it's a moment. I almost oh, played the theme song for you there, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Slowly. Want to slowly. You know. Anyway, should we end with circle, a circle it back there? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, just uh, what were you gonna say? Shouldn't we end it with a? What were you gonna say? <laughs> Sorry. Did you with want the, my rendition of my poem that I wrote for this thing? Is that what you're saying? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I wrote a poem for this because yes. I was like, maybe I should bring a poem just in case. I, did you write yours? No. Okay. Can I read yours as well? Can I get like? <laughs> yeah, you can do. You can do part just, two. We'll do a. This one's poetry is apart. dead, by Esau. Well, I don't. Oh. I don't like that. Oh, you wrote that before the segment. I did it uh, just now. Just now. Sweet. I was feeling Sweet. inspired. Sweet. You can do part two. <laughs> oh, do you want part one? Do you want part no, one? Part How many parts are okay. there? Okay, there's just two parts. Okay. Let's start with definition. If by definition we mean poetry is all encompassing of not only haiku and rhyming couplets. Free form and found poetry, lyrics and verse, comedy. That's where I draw the line. Sigh. <laughs> My soul is a dried up prune. And I can't keep up this facade of being an artist. Poetry is dead, at least in my heart. I have to read it into the microphone, right? Part two. Part two. Part two. Wait for that car to drive by. Hold on. That's how you know we're being COVID friendly. That's right. This Open one air. is for you, T. Perry. Ooh. Like in the old days, splitting rhymes and verses, not as keenly insightful as lyrics, so stirring in their expression in the moment, <laughs> or the sharp wit of a comedy set that demands engagement, setup, and payoff. Poetry can be everything else, but is that good or is that a haven for the mediocre? A community. <laughs> For the outcast, which in itself perhaps is a good thing for humanity, but bad art, but bad for art and integrity, poetry rip 2021. Whoa, I can't believe you just said that stuff. That come from your heart? <laughs> Holy you, there's, smokes. Where'd you miss the third part? There's nothing for Tyler. Well, the third part is off the cuff. Oh, part go. three. <laughs> go. I don't do freestyle. Yo, my name's that. Tyler. <laughs> And I, how about we start with like? I want to say. Record this. <laughs> Sorry, do you need? I think a... it's been recorded. Cha 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 ah cha 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 ah cha cha cha. Wow! I gotta tell you, that brings me back to poetry slam, like. I miss those voices in the mic and the rhythm. So, okay, you want to talk about poetry that sticks with a person. Mm. There are lines 
that have been embedded in my consciousness and my subconscious from both of you guys. I can't deal with this. Yeah. He's the best person I've ever met, honestly. God, that's gross. I isn't can't it? deal with this. No, he's better. I want to throw up just he hearing just this guy even like, speak. For example, and they're don't, like, don't they just ever. pop into my head like, she gets a house plant, I am demoralized. <laughs> What time is it? Do you <laughs> like, remember that? Oh, I remember living it. <laughs> there are these lines that just pop into my head. and Yeah, totally. And uh, I was just going to say, yeah. it's rainy night in, yeah. in rainy night Dublin. That's, that's what popped into mind. Staggering from place to place. Oh, man. Fuck. That was the greatest night of my life. But you're right. There is a certain voice to that. Yeah. And the personality is what... And when you hear it actually speak and like... Uh -huh. actually happened again it's yeah it harkens back oh, to a better day sure. man yeah and the the last line of your poem that you want to slam with and it, it ends with and it's still all about you right wow wow yeah yeah and <laughs> and i know like i don't remember all the rest of the words but i know that the sentiment and the feeling that hit me the night that you recited that poem holy fuck when you won the poetry slam? Oh, my man. It's still in me. It's amazing, because I don't remember either. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't remember everything before that. I, and I, I remember the rhythm of that line. I remember the emotion you. that led up to it. And it's wow. like, there's something that comes before. It's like, it's like some, something, something years later. Yeah. And it's still all about you. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. And I just remember feeling my skin prickling at the end of that poem. And you, you won that slam. I did. And I you beat that earned fucking that win. Yeah. 18 year old fucking cunt. Kill him. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I beat that fucking Asian. <laughs> no, no, he's a bitch. I'll kill him. I still took your spot in Ottawa. Bitch. But, oh, but yeah. These are, like, <laughs> all of this was poetry, right? Like, it's all poetry. This was spoken, right? And watching that swearing poem again, which was, by the way, more than 10 years ago. Fuck off. Yeah? Nope. Yeah? 13. 10. 14, 12. It was no, no, no. It no, was 2010 or 11. Yeah. It was 09. 10, 2010? It was 09. 12, 12 years. It was 09. Yeah. And the that's the only poem I've ever collaborated with, really, was with you two. That was a great poem because, like, yeah. I love how the poem literally came together. Because you're like, I have this part, and Esau has this part. And you were like, write your own part. I'm like, okay. And then, yeah, no, and we came together the night. It was like, we're just like, oh, shit, these three are all different. I'm like, well, you're the first. I'll read the middle bit and then just read the third. Like, it was it was pretty cool the way that it all came about. Yeah. Well, the voices all kind of answered each other's questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think that's the reason why things were working out for us <laughs> at the time is that like we all came from different directions. Yeah. But it all kind of came together in the mix. That was a great. It's it, honestly, it's a shitty poem. It's it it's a t it's not a good poem. <laughs> it, it's really bad. Like it's a poem about fucking swearing. So if there's a part three to this whole podcast thing, it starts with swearing. Three point <laughs> well, we're gonna what will happen is. We'll read the whole poem off once, and then by the end of it, we'll read the the, the revised poem, the better poem. Okay. It's a bad poem. <laughs> it's a bad one. poem. We, we know it's a bad poem. I loved it. It was a good performance piece. But, no, no, that's the thing. It was a bad poem, but it was... 
one of the best things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> For being honest, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No regrets. <laughs> None. All right. Well, on that note, gentlemen, I'm going to close out this podcast. Thank you for being an awesome guest. And uh, I think uh, this is going to be a lot of editing. I'm going to be quite honest. I'm not looking forward to the editing process here, but I am so thankful you guys came on by. So the poetry is dead. Long live poetry. Is that is that we're finishing with? Poetry is dead. Long live poetry. Long live poetry. If you could say anything and everyone was listening, what would you say? Probably that. That was the question. That Honestly, the if question, I could say anything. You just answered it. Yeah. <laughs> poetry is dead. Long live poetry. <laughs> it's that's life it, in it. Yeah. <laughs>